Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Makes a man miss, look out, he's electric. Welcome to Tigers and 20s Game Balls, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast. Listen in as we hand out game balls to the top performing athletes from the previous week and get their insight into the game. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's Game Balls. This is episode number two, week number two of Game Balls. And I'm excited, man. We got the man on the defensive uh, in the defensive secondary. We got the, the veteran on the team. He's getting the game ball this week. We got Q. What's up, Quindell? How you doing? Good morning, man. How you feeling today, man? I'm good. Shaking back, but everything will be straight. I'm good, though. Yeah, man. Dude, what a game. You had a great game on Saturday, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I wanted to ask you, before we get into the game, I wanted to ask you, man, you know, after the game, you um, you tweeted out, man, this one was for the city. And I know, man, you've been here since 2018. You are... You're a uh, born and bred New Orleans, Louisiana. You're always going to be New Orleans. But, man, Memphis has to be a home to you now. You've been here for so long. Man, after seeing this past week, you know, kind of what the city has been going through, um, you, you tweeted out, man, this win was for the city. Tell me about that, man. Did you Do you feel some kind of, like, extra weight, I guess, when you see your adopted hometown kind of going through a struggle like the way that we have been this past week? Did you – do you feel kind of an added weight and pressure to like, listen, man, this football team, we have a chance to really unify and 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 bring this city back. Yeah, man. Like like you said, the, the city, you know, we had a, a tough week last week and it was like a lot of negative and just playing that game. It was that game was was for the city. We needed we needed to do something for the city and have some have something for the city to smile about and giving them that win, man. It was it was big, not just for us, but also the city of Memphis. And what we've been through, I've been here five years. So it's really like my second home. And, you know, just going through that that week, it was it was hard. It was hard for, for everybody. Me not being from here, you know, it still, you know, it still was hard. So just getting that win for the city, it, it meant a lot, man. It meant a lot. And just, you know, to give some give the city something to smile about, that's even better. And just to come back home for the next four games is going to be even better. You excited about that? You excited about home opener this week? Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I know there's something about Saturdays in Memphis when, when y'all are playing at home, man. It's just a different vibe around the city, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know the fans going to come. I know they're going to come out and, and support and show love. So, but uh, we just we just ready to, to play in front of our our home fans for the first time for the season. So man, congrats on a 
just a massive game. I mean, you were everywhere against Navy. Before we get into the game, I wanted to ask you, like, you've played at Navy a few times since you've been here at the school. What's it like going up to Annapolis and playing at the Naval Institute? Like, what is it like, like, kind of that pageantry of, like, the military side of things? Is it a different kind of experience? Yeah, it is, man. Like, my first time up there was Kobe at 2020. And, you know, they didn't really have anybody there. So uh, just seeing everybody uh, this Saturday, I mean, it was it was a joyous day. It was an experience because uh, my freshman year, I kind of watched it on TV and I seen how packed it was. So uh, just seeing that for the first time, just being in that environment, man, it was it was good. It, it, a great experience, you know, just to see the, the naval base and the just to see all the, the cadets in, in the back of me was a, a great experience. You know, I know Ryan talked about it after the game. Like, there's just a, uh, you know, it's competition is competition. And, and when you're out there on the field, man, those guys are not the enemy, really, but they're the they're, they're competition, man. You're, you're going tooth and nail against those guys. But a lot of those cadets, man, that are out there, that are in the stands, that are out there playing, they're going to go out there and they're going to protect this country, man. They're going to go out there on the front right. lines, right? The females and the males that are there, right. like, there's got to be a level of respect for for what they are are doing there at the Navy Institute, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I give them respect even before we play them because they do so much for this country. And just going out there and playing, them, you know, you you get they get even more respect from me because you know. They got that they're going to fight. It's always going to be a tough game. It don't matter what the score is. They're going to fight. So uh, they're going to have my respect regardless of any situation because what they do for the this country and also how they how they play the game uh, win or lose. So uh, they have the utmost respect for me. Absolutely, man. So you had a, a massive game, 13 tackles, 11 of them solo. And, bro, <laughs> one of the craziest interceptions I've ever seen in my entire life. You got to walk me through that interception. Like, obviously, man, like you were everywhere all over the field the entire game. But that one, that that interception is going to take the cake in terms of the highlight packages for for that game on the defensive side. Like you, I mean, a one-handed OBJ style interception in the end zone. Walk us through that play, man. So uh, throughout the week, you know, for our wings and everything, they it was it was a toss, it was a, a design toss uh, pass. But when he tossed it, you know you can tell the demeanor of a runner when he is actually running the toss, and when you know he's finna slow down. So I, once he tossed it and he started running, I see him slow down. So I like, nah, he ain't finna run this no more. So as soon as I peeked to the other side, I seen the receiver take off. So I just wanted to get over the top to make sure, you know, to put a top on the defense. And he threw it. I thought it was going to be short to where I can get it, but he threw it farther than what I thought. So I just extended it and, and I caught it and I made him pay for it. Man, how quick. I mean, you're you're sitting here and you're walking through that and you're talking, you're thinking about like, hey, you recognize this play from previous week's practices, from scouting their team. You're recognizing what they're doing. You're seeing what the, you, you can kind of tell – when a, when a running back is going to run or when he's slowing down to throw, you're seeing the receiver. Like, all that's happening in a matter of, like, one second, seconds. two seconds. Yeah. Like, how yeah. how quickly yeah. – how do you what, – what, what allows you to, to be able to make those, like, 
anticipatory reads like that and know this is what's happening as soon as it's happening? Coach, so Coach Mack always said knowledge equals confidence equals playing fast. So just having that knowledge uh, and being confident allows me to play fast and, and see things quickly. So uh, just something like that, it just, you know, it's just some instant, you know, it's an instant of mine. So I, I can I can see it and, and react. So it's, that's that's just really how it is, just knowledge equals confidence equals playing fast. I mean, just seeing things and being – being a veteran player, having seen everything at this point, you just know I'm gonna trust my instincts on this. I gotta go with what my instincts yeah. is telling me. This is what's happening. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, for sure. So afterwards, you said that INT was for your mother. It was her birthday. Was it her birthday on Saturday? Yeah, her birthday was on Saturday. Did she love that gift, man? What did she think yeah, about it? She did. She did. She she loved. I loved. I talked. I had talked to her before the game, and I was like, "It's your birthday, so you know I gotta." I got to make some type of play for you. I don't know what it's going to be, but you know, I got to make some type of play, and that play happened. So that was for her, for sure. Man, tell your mom happy birthday from all Go, Tig- all Go Tigers 247 fans and Tiger fans in general. Yes, sir. Man, that's awesome. Uh, man, what a, I mean, what a play, though. I mean, like that, just the ability to, like, read things so quickly, get in the air. Like, I mean, because you were – you weren't – I mean, you had a pretty good ways to run to get to that receiver. Like, it wasn't like a – you were already there. Like you had to close some, some distance pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, for sure. I had to close a little bit. Cause I was down on the other, uh, the other half. So it was great. It's a great, it's a great play. Man. So yeah, I had it's to get over there. So this has been a kind of a weird start to the year for you guys on the defense, especially you started off the year playing against, two teams on the road that have some of the most nuanced offenses you're going to see all year, right? Like you start off at Mississippi State, the air raid offense where they're just throwing 50 times a game, you know, dinking and dunking, maybe very very rarely going deep um, with the ball, but just a lot of different unique things that are happening on the field. Then you transition immediately the next week to playing a team that has a nuanced, you know, triple option read offense that they're going to run the ball 50 times in a game. Mm-hmm. How did you – I know you guys worked on on game planning Navy throughout the offseason, but how awkward was it going from one defense, one offense that's going to throw 50 times to one defense that's going to run 50 times or one offense that's going to run 50 times in a game? Is it weird? Was that a weird transition? We, we just had to train ourselves because we talked through it. Like even in the in the winter time, like we had our means, we knew out what our schedule was like for the first two games. So, Coach Barnes did a great job of just wrapping our heads around what kind of offenses we were going to play those first two games, and them being on the road um, as well. So, I think he did a he did a great job of you know just having us adjusted. You know, one time we'll hit a little Mississippi State, and then next time we hit a little Navy, just to you know keep us on our toes and keep us keep us ready so um just just with that uh even though we didn't get the the outcome one uh the first game but we did feel like we were prepared uh as a defense because you know we we wanted we wanted the challenge and we wanted to you know we didn't want to play nobody get a, a easy one first game I, I felt like we wanted that challenge uh the first game so I felt like we were prepared, but we just we just didn't get the results that we wanted. And you know, second game we had to 
nip that one, and then just get ready for Navy. We knew what type of uh, team Navy was, and then it was our first uh, conference game as well. So we just wanted to to be even more locked in, and also going on a road to to that uh, field and just and just get the win. So the commentators in the game on Saturday, they spent a lot of time talking about you. Obviously, you were everywhere on the field. You know, they 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 commented numerous times. They're like, man. When Quindell hits somebody, they just stop instantly. When you hit somebody, they just stop. So this year, you've tallied 23 tackles and now two interceptions in two games. I know when me and you talked in April um, at the beginning of spring practice, you said, man, one of the things that I really want to um, I want to work on and, 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 and put in my highlight package for, you know, for next year for GMs and coaches to see is my ability to catch the ball, to intercept the ball. Now you've got two and two games. What are you – I mean, the, nobody doubts your ability to to stuff runs, man. Nobody doubts your ability to tackle. Like, when you tackle, people go down. Are you proud of the way that – the way you've been seeing the field in terms of, of passing and interceptions and things like that? Are you proud of the way you've been playing so far? So far, yeah. You know, my, my biggest thing is, for me, it's just being consistent, you know, just stacking games on games and just being consistent and doing my job. That's what I pride my, my game on and just using my techniques, man. So uh, for the most part, I've been proud, but, you know, I still have ways to go still, you know, still things to work on. But it's, it's just the second game. It's the second game of the season, and we still got a whole whole lot of teams to play. So I just – my whole thing is just being consistent and just continue to do my job. So you're one-on-one one after two road games. Um, coming back to Memphis to play four straight at home, man, are you happy with where the team is right now? I feel like we we getting to where we we need to be. We just got to continue to push and not be complacent where we at. We want to continue to to strive to be the best team that we could be, and you know that's what kind of been preaching and stuff like just just not being complacent because we know what these next four games can mean, and we and we back at home so. Uh, you know, just getting that, that urgency up more and more and having a team on edge. So where, where are some areas? Because I know I know you well enough to know now that you don't rest on any success that you guys have. You're always thinking about how y'all can get better, some areas of improvement, things like that. Like what are, in your in your, in your mind, like where are some, some things, some areas that the defense, as you're moving into this next, you know, four-game, you know, home stretch, where are some – areas that you think the defense could continue to improve like what are some things you're concentrating on as the as the veteran on that defense really really just more like execution because we have the defense like we have the the tools we have the people um we just want to continue to execute execute the game plan and just make plays when we need to and just also get on the field on third down uh you know first couple weeks you know that getting off the field on third down was probably one of our biggest challenges and I feel like if we could do that, we'll we'll be a great defense. And with the, the people we have, that the game plan that Coach Bourne has for us, just get out the field on, on third down, it'll be a, a big play for us. Absolutely, man. Well, listen, Quindell, you have you, – we sent out a tweet and we sent out a, something on the message board saying, man, who gets the game ball for week number two um, on the defense side of the ball? Everybody said Quindell. So, man, congratulations – You've received the game ball from the Go Tigers 247 game ball 
for the for the win against Navy man 13 tackles 11 of them solo and one of the craziest interceptions you're ever going to see congratulations man and good luck the rest of the way and appreciate appreciate you for having me on this moment this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to episode two of Game Balls. Go Tigers 247 Game Balls. We're handing out our fourth game ball um, of the season. Second after the Memphis and Memphis Navy game. First was Quindell Johnson, and the second person is Seth Hennigan, the quarterback, QB1. What's up, man? Not much. How's it going? It's going well. Listen, I know you were a freshman All-American last year, but I mean, it's got to be pretty awesome to get a Go Tigers 247 game ball, right? Like, that's pretty special. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of a kind. Uh, you know, I can't really compare the two, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I understand that. I feel you on that. How are you feeling, man? It's been a couple of days. How are you feeling? Uh, I mean, I feel great. Uh, I feel like we played pretty well offensively. Just getting our first win under our belt, it's always good. And just trying to get things going for this season. So I know you spend Sundays. You come back on Saturdays, um, come back home. Get back to get back to Memphis on Sundays. There's recovery. There's team meetings, things like that. But I've been wanting to ask you: Are you like everybody else on Sundays? Do you watch NFL football? Is there is there? I mean, do you sit down and watch the games like everybody else does? Uh, I mean, we try to. Um, like you said, we have practice and uh, workout to try and get our bodies back under ourselves after the game, and then uh, we watch the film from the game uh, before, and then put that game away and start preparing for our next opponent. But uh, we'll have time, and then the Sunday night football games, normally we're able to watch those too. So we get like two or three, uh, the early one and the late one, and the rest of the time we're up at the facility uh, working. So it's pretty it's pretty good. We still get to watch some football. So being from Denton, are you a Cowboys fan? Uh, no, not necessarily. Who do, who do, you, I, I, who do you follow? I, I don't really follow anyone, to be honest. I mean, I liked um, Romo growing up. Hmm. Um but there wasn't anyone, any one team in particular, I would say, that I was a huge fan of. Um, and we wouldn't really watch, uh, you know, NFL football too much in my family, to be honest, either. Um, we'd watch the Saturday college football games, but we never put that on really on Sundays. My mom didn't like football to be on 
constantly. So we just, she said, choose one, one day or the other on the weekend. So we chose Saturdays. We watched college football and then we didn't really watch it. Uh, oh, wow. football. Yeah. Mama said no football. She said, no, she yeah. said, no, not on Saturday and Sunday. You got to give, you got to give it a break once in a while. Yeah. Right. There's, there's enough of that already. So <laughs> I hear you, man. I wanted to, before we um, dive into the game, I wanted to ask you a little bit about kind of the week prior to the Memphis versus Navy game. You know, obviously, man, you've been in the city of Memphis now for, for a couple of years and um, you know, you're a high profile guy here, you know, QB one, two years straight um, you know, I know Memphis kind of went through a really is still going through a pretty rough time over these last couple of weeks with everything that's happened to the point where, you know, even Ryan after the game, you know, mentioned the fact that, you know, he, he really wanted the, the football team, the Saturday game against Navy to be kind of a, a bright spot for um, the city of Memphis. Did you feel that coming into the game? Is that something that you guys talked about or is that, was it just, totally focused on the game and whatever happens afterwards happens. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously all of our student athletes knew the situation that was going on in Memphis um, with, you know, the mass killings or whatever, the, the spree. And then of course, Liza um, earlier in the week too. So obviously it was a, a rough week for the city. Just those two instances occurring. Um, especially back to back. And then, like you said, um, we just, we wanted to have something positive come out of our city. And, you know, if that could be us and we could, you know, shed some light on the situation and try and make sure that everyone knows that everything isn't, you know, off the rails and, you know, we're going to be okay. We're going to survive and fight through this. Um, if, if that was us then we wanted to be that. And so for us to get a win, um, just to try and do anything positive, uh, I thought it was, influential I guess I would say and you know um, Jonah had it written on his wrists um, and then obviously coach Silverfield mentioned it after the game so uh, it was definitely weighing heavy on our hearts um, just for it to happen in our city is obviously devastating and sad but um, I was just happy we got the win and you know try and bring something positive out of this week. You know I think a lot of times the city of Memphis gets a national narrative that's different from what the most most of us that live in the city understand about Memphis. If you, as somebody who's been here for a couple of years, but came from another city, and as you know, has been adopted by the city as as one of its sons. Like, if you had the chance to like, when you have the opportunity to share with other people, like what your thoughts are on the city of Memphis. Like, what 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 are some of the takeaways and the things that you feel as you're here? What are some of the things you 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 believe about the city of Memphis that's not maybe the national narrative about our city? Um, I mean, I just love the people here, and I think that it's a safe place. Like, during my recruitment, uh, that was one of the main things that they were trying to, like, stress, I guess I would say, is that, you know, you people may get this misconception that Memphis is, like, a dangerous place. Obviously, I mean, last week may have been a terrible week to uh, be evidence that it isn't, but, you know, bad things happen all over the nation, really, to be honest. And for us, or for Memphis to be singled out, um, it's pretty unfair because it's just as safe as any other college campus, in my opinion. Um, but I just love the people here. Uh, the relationships I've built have been phenomenal. And so I'm just grateful for the people. And the food's pretty good. Um, and that's, that's all I can say. <laughs> I feel you on that. The food is, the food is definitely good. Um, 
Man, so you had a huge game against Navy. I mean, obviously, it was a coming out party for you this year. Um, 24-34, 415 yards um, and two touchdowns. Um, just, a, I mean, an absolute monster game. So, as you've taken a step back, looked at the film and all that kind of stuff, how are you feeling about your performance overall? I feel all right. Uh, some balls slipped on me early and missed some shots. Um, and then from a read standpoint, missed a couple of reads as well. But uh, over the stretch, we made a lot of X plays. I think we had like six uh, passes of 20-plus yards, which is um, good, good momentum for us going into next week as well. Um, but, you know, graded out okay. Um, it's Like Coach Cranzy always says this, it's hard to play a perfect game. You just need to try and play the next play perfectly. So, you know, whenever I had a mistake and I knew I had MA, uh, I would just go try and play the next play to the best of my ability. Um, but offensively, you know, our line played well. Our receivers definitely made plays. So um, I'm just excited for our team going forward, our offense going forward, um, see what we're capable of. So you, you said just a second ago that you had, was it six X plays? What does that mean? Uh, just like, just like, I guess, plays of 20 plus yards, um, plays that will change the game. Um, completing deep shots. Um, we had two or three run plays out, X plays, excuse me. Um, Asa, I think, had one. Or, yeah, I think Asa had a pretty good run. But um, those are big, just create big momentum changing plays for us as offense and it'll help our team. Is there a goal for each game you want to have this amount of X plays? Uh, yeah, I'm not pretty, I'm not sure what it was exactly, but pretty sure it's like, eight or something like that um but yeah so you were close y'all got close to it yeah um, I checked. we got it we got it oh y'all did get it okay cool man awesome um so obviously this year man you know even in the off season um when you when you lose a player like calvin austin you know obviously questions are going to be had about the wide receiver room and and you and coach cramsey and coach silverfield this entire offseason have been talking about how deep the wide receiver room is and on Saturday, man, it showed that to be the case, man. You had six different receivers catch balls. Two of your running backs caught caught balls during the game. Um, obviously, that first week, Mississippi State, like there was, it was kind of a rough showing for the guys. You know, some drop balls, things like that. But man, it kind of bounced back completely in in the Navy game. How how proud of you, or how proud of them are you of their resilience that they showed? Like that the, they they were able to bounce back from a disappointing game one to man really showing out in game two. Yeah, I mean, I was super proud of them. Um, I didn't lose any faith after the first game um, because, you know, it was a it was an interesting feel, interesting vibe. Um, rain delay, a bunch of different situations were happening. Um, uh, but I didn't lose any faith in them. And, you know, I was I had full confidence in them um, coming into this week and future weeks and just knowing the work they put in practice and having faith that it would show up on game day. Um, and that happened last week, and hopefully it continues happening moving forward. But um, just spreading the ball around, just getting the ball into the playmaker's hands um, and good play calling, and that's what happens as a result is a good game. So hopefully we can continue to rack up good days and good weeks and win games because that's always the ultimate goal. So this is your first time to be able to th – th this last week was your first time to be able to hit up um, Annapolis and, and go see – you know, a game in, in at the Navy Institute. How how was that experience for you? Was the pageantry of it kind of cool? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't really get to see, you know, I saw a picture on Twitter, I think, 
of like the cadets on the field in like formation, and that was really cool. I uh, wish I could have seen that in person because we were uh, in the locker room or whatever. But I mean, it's a cool place to play. the The stadium was packed out. It wasn't too loud though. We could communicate pretty well, but it was pretty full. Um, and it was a good place to play. It was just a cool atmosphere and good time. You know, I wanted to ask you. It's it's interesting because you know, even in in all sports, adjustments are a huge part of you know, in-game adjustments are a huge part of, of a game plan um, and kind of how a game evolves throughout, you know, the entirety of it. Um, it seemed pretty clear to me that you guys went into the locker room at halftime and made some adjustments in terms of, of what you were going to be concentrating on. How does that work? Like, it seemed like there was definitely a – you came out of the half and said, we feel like we have a distinct advantage with the long ball. Our receivers are – are can get up underneath them you can toss them out there and then go get them is that is that a an adjustment that was made or um did you see something in in the first half that made you say listen we can really stretch the field out is that a conversation that happens at halftime um I mean I wouldn't necessarily say at halftime you know going into the week we knew that we could probably attack them deep just because they did some interesting things on third down defensively and scheme wise um, and then I would just say uh, the end of the half, we had a good two-minute drive. There's like a minute 40 left. We had two timeouts, and we ended up getting a field goal out of it. But, um, I mean, I just think we had confidence just as a unit that we would we could go out there and score on them. And um, the deep ball was what was working. So, I mean, we got that rolling and had some completions deep. And then, you know, things went from there. But – I. I mean, I wouldn't say anything particular at halftime. We just needed to uh, weather the storm, continue playing each play, and then we hit some on them. So. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I, I, in the fourth quarter, um, you guys were up 23-7, to seven, and then um, Ty Lavatai went down and had that 21-play, <laughs> 74 yards, took 11 minutes off the, off the clock, um, scored a touchdown – and then you guys turned right back around and had your own 13 play, 88 yards, took six minutes off of the of the clock. How important was that kind of a response drive to to like quell any momentum that Navy thought they might have after that? Was that an important was that the most important drive to you of the game? Uh I mean, yeah, I'd say it was because what what was the score again? It was like 23-13. Yeah, it was 23-13 when that happened, yeah. So yeah, I mean, just they just scored a touchdown, um, and we just we had, I think, scored a touchdown or kicked a field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, we scored on seventy percent of our drives, uh, either touchdown or field goal. Um, so, uh, just getting getting that back, um, you know, trying to put the game out of reach. I guess I would say, try and remake it a a two possession game. Um, that, all that's important. So, or a three possession game. Excuse me. So, I mean, getting that drive after they had just scored was important just to, you know, make sure everyone took a deep breath and try and put the game out of reach, I guess I would say. How enjoyable are those kind of long drives where you're exerting your – your the, the offense as a whole is exerting its dominance back, like saying, hey, we're, we, we're good at those long passes. We can I can go 79 yards to Joseph Skates, you know, and, and we can do that. But we can also put together a drive that, that goes 88 yards – and and last for six minutes, take six minutes off the game clock. Like that's not, that's a that's a 
it's not been something that the Tigers have been known for for years. Is usually it's a kind of a big play, you know, mm-hmm. fast acting, fast moving offense. Is it a is it impressive to you that you guys are able to do that? I mean, that's got to be fun, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say fun, but like, I guess it, it feels good to know that you know to be able to sustain drives, everyone has to be executing. So that means the offense as a whole uh, are doing their job, and I mean. You know, Coach Cramsey may call a deep shot, so that may be the case that we hit a home run for a drive one one dime. But, you know, at some point we're going to have to be able to sustain drives. And so that was good that we got one. Um, I don't know how many, but that one under our belt last week. And just hopefully we can continue to be on the same page and everyone execute um, because it's a good feeling to know that, you know, you're driving down the field on them. And then to score at the end, that's better. Um, obviously that's the goal every single time. So uh, to be able to have that drive and just put the game out of reach, that was good. That was nice. Absolutely. So you're one and one after two road games. Um, you're coming back to Memphis. Now y'all got four straight at home. What are some are, – are you happy with where the team is right now? And what are some, what are some things that you're excited about in terms of the offense and, and where are some areas of improvement that you're looking forward to kind of fixing over these next, you know, four games? Uh, yeah, I think I'm happy with where we're at just because – uh, our team is just close, and our chemistry is good, um, both offensively and defensively. There's no, there's no uh, like rotten eggs or people who are getting down just because they're not getting playing time or something like that. It's about the team, team over me mentality. Um, so I'm glad that uh, everyone has the right mindset when it comes to that this year. Um, and then I mean, obviously everyone needs to improve. Um, you know, my accuracy. I missed like two balls, and then. Um, you know, offensive line played pretty well. We can fix a couple tune-up things in the run game, and then I need to pull some too. And then receivers just continue to work and grind. And then, you know, our defense had three takeaways last game and I think two the week before that. So that's really all you can ask for from them. Um, if they continue to get turnovers and we win the turnover battle, then good things will happen. So um, credit to Coach Barnes and our defensive guys for that. But, you know, everyone always has things to work on. Um, we're never complete. And even though we might have played a, a pretty good game against Navy, you know, that game's in the past now. It What matters this week will determine what everyone thinks of us. I mean, what happens this week will determine what everyone thinks of us. So um, just trying to, you know, take it day by day and stick to the script and continue to get better every day and hopefully things will work out. Well, Seth, congratulations, man, on a great game against Navy. Congratulations on winning a game ball from Go Tigers two four seven. Thank you. <laughs> I think I, I hope there's many more coming, man. We need to get you a we need to get you one of those those stands for your 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 trophy room so we can put oh, yeah. all of them up there for this year, man. It's going to be a big <laughs> big year for you. Um, congratulations, man. I hope you uh, continue to recover and get better. And um, man, good luck uh, preparing for Arkansas State on Saturday. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tigers and 20s Game Balls. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in content all about the University of Memphis Tiger Athletics, hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Also, you can join our Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for a VIP membership. 